Pocketed punchlines, it's pocketed punchlines, it's time for pocketed punchlines. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Love and Comedy Podcast, where two stand-up comedians talk pursuing love while pursuing stand-up comedy and twist your comedian hosts happen to be married to each other i am one of your hosts aurora singh and i'm your other host drew schaefer and today our topic is investing wow uh, yeah why would you take investing advice from two stand-up comedians yeah <laughs> and the reason why is because we're not talking crypto we're not talking stocks we're not talking multi-level marketing schemes we are talking about investing in yourself mm-hmm. and your couplehood and your couplehood and your, your couplehood. and comedy and, and investing comedy. in comedy yeah because yeah. it's very confusing the path so let's uh let's get started Okay, so let's get started. So investing, obviously, people always associate it with money, Mm. but it could be time, it could be whatever else, your emotions, your mental capacity, whatever, there's investments. Mm -hmm. Uh, But let's start with the money part. Uh, How do you view money? What's your attitude on investing? I just spend. (laughs) True. Um, no, I, my attitude in investing, like in money in general, I'm, I'm pretty cautious, but I'm also the kind of person that's like, if you want it, just get it and you'll find a way. And I've always been taught that. I've kind of been taught that from my mom because like, it's like, we, I, I just feel like it's one of those things where it's like, if you want something and you've been thinking about it's eating away at you, then if you get it, you're going to figure out how to pay for it. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I try not to overspend. I try not to keep up with the Joneses. I truly try to buy things that, like, bring me joy. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I think, to me, I like to look at the the value it brings overall. So, like, I look at it as, like, if I'm spending $5 on something, am I getting at least $5 worth of return? Like, that's the goal, right. hopefully. So, it doesn't have to be, like, financial return. It has to be, like, there has to be, like, some kind of, like... It could be intrinsic rewards. It could be, like... Oh, intrinsic. Like, it could be, like, oh, I'm going to spend $500 to go do a show in whatever, down in San Diego. But I'm going to get to spend a day on the beach. I'm going to meet somebody who can potentially connect me to $500 worth of work. Like, those are all, like, obviously the formulas aren't perfectly mathematical. But it's like, yeah, if I can justify the fun, is worth something. Yeah. And the connection's worth something. So as okay. long as it's it adds up in a way that... I can make it work, then that's how in make anything. It makes sense, yeah. Whether it's comedy, whether it's us as a relationship, whether it's just me wanting to go on a trip somewhere. Yeah. And fun obviously has a value. There is a value to having fun, so. Yeah, do you remember the first time I ever tried to convince you to have fun with your money? No, no. Oh, that's that's crazy because I remember it. <laughs> Which one was it? When I The Colorado trip? Yeah. Yeah. That was a six-hour conversation of hey you you earned your money this is a lot of this is more money than you've ever spent but it's worth spending it on this experience and you were like no 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 it's so much money you had I'm never just a been teacher. on a plane i've never been on you a were plane in a, you weren't a teacher at that time you were working in auditing oh i was okay so i was making less than <laughs> when i was a teacher that's what you're saying yeah 
Yeah. That doesn't make it better. That makes it way worse. I mean, it was still worth it, though. We still ha- talk about it to this day, that trip. Yeah, I mean, it was something... So many things happened on that trip. So many things. And it's like, that's where, to me, I need to do, like, the scales of justice. Like, does it all balance? Like, if I'm throwing out $1,000, I better get $1,000 worth of return. So... So, when you're, like, spending money, are you always thinking about, like... Are you always thinking about that? Or are you ever just like, I'm just going to have some fun? Every once in a while, it's like, let's have some fun. But most of the time, I'm doing that math. How about okay. you? Is it like, is your... No, mo- I feel, no, I feel like, well, most of it is just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I am always thinking of the future. Yeah. I'm always thinking of the future. Like, like if I spend a lot of money, I'm like, okay, how am I going to get this back in the future and double it in the future? Like, I, I'm always like on the up and up. I'm always trying to figure out how to get more. Yeah. I think that's. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I, I just know. I just want more. I, it makes it sound like you're prone to getting scammed. Like everybody listening's like, uh, I'm gonna hit her up and be like, I can double your money in six years. I mean, oh, I was gonna say if you can hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am prone to getting scammed. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like I like to have a safety net. Yeah. And then um, I like to enjoy the what was it called? What's the saying? The fruit of the fruit of my loins. labors labors (laughs) yeah loins is your downstairs well you know i like your loins is your your children yeah fruit of your labor is your fruit of my labors yeah you know what i mean yeah okay yeah everybody that's i yeah i'm like cautious i like i'm uh i like to spend money but i like to know that i'm not like putting myself out Okay. And then I always think of the future and how can I like double, triple, quadruple it if I can. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like my general. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I feel like you're not like that at all. You don't think I'm like that? Um, I, think- I don't think you think of the future as oh, much as Oh, as far as, as that, me. I thought you meant what I said earlier. I was like, oh, the future? No. I'm yeah. Just- you're very cautious. It's like very short term investments. Like how is this going to benefit me in the next year or two? Right. And, I'm, and I do think of that. Yeah. But I also think of 5, 10, 15 yeah. years from now. And I think, yeah. And you we're don't no. plan like that. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to make tell it five Drew years it's from important, now. Tell, someone tell Drew it's important to invest and plan for 10 to 15 years in the future. Yeah. If you're a financial advisor and you're not just oh going to try to sell us on us. one product. Our love section, Drew. Yes. What? <laughs> what is something you invest into your relationship? Uh, for me, I think it's probably self and couples care. So your answer right away is I'm bringing myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I mean, I'm saying self-care and couples I care. Yeah. <laughs> I am the gift. I am the investment. <laughs> I'm putting my time into to this, so you should be thankful for that. And oh that's all God. I need to do. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't use that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Can you imagine just the clip that goes viral to me? Like, I put myself into the relationship, and that's all I need to do. You talk about clips a lot on the podcast. I do. I think Every, every single episode, you're like, this is going to be a clip. Like, you know that you don't have to outwardly say that it's a clip like just keep it inside some things don't need to be outside thoughts but in my brain like my imagination is like this would be what goes viral right and half the time with a podcast and half the time time you say it i never make it into a clip oh okay so what i invest in is self-care and couples care so to me it's something where if i see that 
you and I are either both stressed or one of us is really stressed, then I'm like, okay, what can we spend money on right now to alleviate this? And if there's a free way to do it, awesome, cool. Love the freeway. But... I'm not the driving freeway. Yeah, like not the, the driving free freeway. Way yeah. to- <laughs> That's extra stress right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, there's every once in a while, it's like, okay, we've been working really, really hard and we're both really tired. Let's buy a little trip, a little getaway. And we'll go somewhere and we'll just relax for a day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, obviously, we can't afford to do that every day or every week. But every once in a while, it's like, okay, we can afford to go take a trip to Napa and get a massage. Like, Okay, so what's something that wouldn't be a trip then? Something that would be, like, if ev- anyone, give someone who doesn't have yeah, maybe the budget we do. So, I mean, something, like, even as simple as you just bought Rummy Cube. Oh, my God. And that's, that's like, so fun. it's such a fun little, how much did it cost? 20 bucks, I I'm guessing? So, yeah. Like, a board game, 20 bucks, or a puzzle, 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And you can just relax and like in that moment there's nothing else going on it's just like i gotta beat you at rummy cube (laughs) so it's stuff like that where like that's a cheaper alternative or like the free alternative yesterday we just were walking lucy we took her to a dog park and then we heard music and we're like what's what's this and there was a free swing music concert in the park yeah, it was like an outdoor amphitheater. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we don't have a blanket or chairs. And we we're like, let's just sit on the grass. We haven't sat on the grass since we were kids. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> instead of rushing home where we had some chores we could have done yeah. or things we could have been working on, it was like, this is such a easy way to just relax for a second. And I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Why? Because I think it's adorable that you're a grown man and you say, we have chores. We have chores. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not like house duties or housekeeping or like maintaining, yeah. it's like maintaining the home. It's like, we have chores. chores. We have chores. <laughs> Who cares? It's summer. Like, our parents are making us do chores. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it feels like chores. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, that's good. That's it was good just advice. A nice free, like, yeah. there's events that go on everywhere. No matter what city you're in, there's something going on. So yeah. just finding those is like especially a, when the weather's nice like this. It's yeah. like, and it was so nice to take a little breaky break, and then that all is investing into your relationship because now you're not working together. You're not doing chores together and and or or i mean something that i feel like a lot of couples do because we do this too is like just go out and drink or something yeah and it's nice it was nice to do something that's like we didn't have to spend money we didn't have to drink we just took a break and that was like investing in our relationship and creating that like time to relax and do some care together yeah and in yeah. that case it's like yeah you don't have to invest money in each other to have that self-care and that's couples nice care. though it's like it's nice <laughs> but just time so it's like yeah we could i could have been like time there's a concert but like i want to get home and work on xyz and and let's just do that but it's like no i prioritized in that moment let's just hang out and do something different yeah. And just relax for a minute. I think it also has to do with like love languages, which people talk a lot about now. But yeah. um, it's like love languages, but also recognizing what's needed in that moment. And like, yeah, we had stuff we had to do at home or things that we wanted to do. But we both were like, let's just like live in this moment because we're always on the move. We're always like, we got to go do this, go, do this, go, go. do this, do this. So it was nice to invest in that moment and just say this is something that's going to help us like investing that time to just relax helped us today 
be more productive. We like got a good night's rest. We're more productive today. So yeah. it invested in us being able to do these things together today. Totally. You know? Totally. So yeah, I think I think that's a great bit of advice. Trips are so nice too, but yeah. sometimes tr- trips can be kind of stressful. They can be. So it's yeah, it's weighing the you know, the value of it and yeah. what it's going to do for us. For sure. Yeah, so your answer is to put it in a in a short sentence would be like the way that I invest in us as a couple and our relationship is with self-care and couples care. Yeah. That's one way. One way. Yeah, I know you do a lot more There's, than that. Yeah, we both yeah. do. And how about you? Um, I invest in us by forcing us to go to therapy. <laughs> and I think the re- <laughs> It is facts. I think, well, I think it's important to invest in going to therapy um, because it helps our communication and it helps, I don't want to say understanding each other because... It's not so much like we've learned this in therapy. It's not about like we don't need to understand why the other person is doing it. But I think it's about op- giving us perspective. Yeah. So definitely. like so like if you're acting or behaving a certain way or I'm acting and behaving or responding a certain way, then it's like you have the perspective or I have the perspective of why this is happening. And then we can see it and go, OK, well, now I know how to handle it. Yeah, that's a good you know? way of putting it for sure. Yeah. So I think that investing the time um, for that hour that we meet with a therapist every other every two weeks or twice a month or whatever, it's like investing in that time gives us the stronger foundation to handle issues in the future. And then it keeps us moving forward in a stronger, more efficient way. Yeah. And with that, I mean, everybody now legally is supposed to have insurance in the US. Mm -hmm. So it's like, whatever insurance you have, there's probably options for either individual or couples therapy. Some insurances don't even have co-pays on it. Um, Others, it can be 30 to $50. So it's like, if you have it for free, then it's just a time investment. Because you're yeah. already paying for the insurance, you yeah. have to. If it's a copay, then it's like, yeah, finding a way to put that into your budget. And like, if it's thirty dollars once a month, and you can, you know, they always say cut out your cup of coffee or whatever. But it's like, I think it's prioritize yeah. the money to pay off in the best way. I also think. Um, I I also think that investing the time to go to therapy, whether you have a copay or not, right? Mm-hmm. I and. I think it's important to do it even if you feel like nothing is wrong. Yeah. Like even if you feel like you don't need it because it can help make that foundation stronger. I like to compare it to cars. We all need, well, I don't want to say we all, if you live in New York, you probably don't need a car, but, (laughs) but like we all have a car, like most of us have a car that helps us get to work. Yes. Or get to the grocery store, get whatever we need. Right. You need that car to get around. And if you need a if you want to get to places you have to maintain that car. So even if you have a luxury Mercedes Benz and it's like you have like a G-Wagon you're just like driving around in that G-Wagon. Are you never going to get that car serviced cuz you have a G-Wagon? No. No, you have a nice ass car. So what are you going to do? You're going to maintain that nice ass car so that it stays super nice. Yeah. Right? You're going to get it washed. You're going to get it polished. You're going to get it waxed. You're going to get it serviced. You're going to get the tires rotated, the oil changed. You have this nice thing that you've invested a lot of time and money into. So you're going to maintain it so that it keeps running until you resell it and upgrade it and do whatever. Yeah. Right? I'm not going to resell and upgrade my partner. 
I hope not. <laughs> I know you've always wanted a taller model, but... <laughs> no. Yes, and why do you always try and make me the bad guy in this thing? <laughs> no, but it's like, I. that's what I'm saying. It's like, you're, you always want to... If you have something good, you want to maintain it. Exactly. And I think that's why it's important, even if it's a good relationship, to invest just like you would into a car and you invest in the oil change, you pay for the oil change, tire, all this stuff to maintain it. You need to do the same thing for your relationships yeah. and yeah, and for yourself. But health, mental health, your relationships. Yeah. All yeah. Of it. I think it's important, especially just in re- like speaking of love, the love part of it. I just think it's so important. People forget that. People don't think of that. They're like, well, our relationship is good. Like, we we don't need to go to therapy. Mm, mm, what happens when it's not good, though? Yeah. What happens when your car breaks down? What are you going to do? That's All of thing. a sudden, you're scrambling. Oh, my, I don't know. Tire, the tire, oh, I had to get my yeah. tires rotated. This could have been avoided. If exactly. I got my, it's like, yeah, if you just got your, if you would have just maintained your car, you wouldn't have had this issue. Yeah, it's like the engine was leaking the last 20,000 miles. And if you had brought it in on day one, it would have been fine. We would have been able to fix it right away. Now there's it's a whole It's like not putting gas blah, blah, in your blah. car. It's like, yeah. wait, I ran out of gas. Yeah, you have to put gas in the car. Yep. Well, I thought it was fine. It was running around great. Well, yeah, but now something's wrong that could have been avoided. That's a very good way of thinking of therapy because I think for too long people have thought of therapy as like, oh, I have to admit I'm broken and that's why I'm going. But it's like, no, you're, you're not bringing your car in to get an oil change because it's broken. No, right. You don't want to. You're like, want my it car's running smooth and I just want to make sure it stays that way. And then for they're like, real. okay. For real. So that's what I that's what I like to invest in. Um, what's one of the things I like to invest in is couples therapy, um, because it's it's important to maintain it. And then obviously individual therapy is good because if you're putting in the work together, you got to put in the work separately too. Yep, you for know, sure. it's like being a team. It is a team, and two players on the team. You you work together as a team, but you both work out on your own too. Yeah. True. It's a lot of metaphors. Yeah. And I feel like we did the team thing last week, too. And people are like, oh, they, they're they such a good team. As you're literally <laughs> getting ready to go play basketball. And I... I know. If you can see me right now, I'm dressed in my basketball gear. My one pair of basketball shorts. Yeah. I just love you're going to go play basketball and I'm going to read a book. Like, if that's not us in high school to a T, like... Yeah. We're going to spend our time... How cute. Jocks and nerds can get together. You know what's end. wild, too, is um, you're going to drop me off at this basketball practice. And I'm going to play with my team that I played with in high school. Yeah. At the high school that my mom used to drop me off at to practice <laughs> with this exact, exact same team in high school. So who would have thought that I've gone nowhere in life that now my wow. husband is dropping me off at the same yeah. high school <laughs> with the same girls. This is also oddly the second <laughs> time I've been compared to somebody's mother this week in the way that I treat them. And I'm like, this is not. This is not a pattern I want to continue, everybody. So This is where we're at. If I remind you of your mother, do not comment on our podcast. Please comment on our podcast no. if Drew reminds you. Especially not when I say no. You know what people are going to are going to comment that I remind them of? What? An evil stepmother. They're bully. Okay. I was yeah, going to say they're bully cuz you're like I'm the jock. I'm going to go dunk on some people. I'm going to dunk on these hoes. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about investing in the relationship, but let's talk about comedy a little bit. What are some ways that you can invest in yourself as a stand-up comedian? Oh, wow. Okay, invest in yourself as a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Um, That's a good question. And my answer, there's so many things going through my mind. That's why it's taking me a second because I don't, we don't have that much time. Yeah. I think one, one big way you can invest in yourself in a stand-up is 
oh god what what are ways that i've invested in myself watching film so yeah investing time because time is money time yeah it's like you could take a second job you could or you can spend that time being a stand-up comedian so it's like time yeah. is money so time okay so you've used I time. Think time i think time is the best investment you can do in stand-up um certain ways that i've invested in myself in stand-up that has elevated my career so to speak mm-hmm. no it is a career i don't know why i said so to speak it yeah, is it is a it career, is a career. <laughs> some ways that i've invested in myself um I have invested in my stage look. Okay. Um, I personally am a woman in comedy and the way we look on stage matters, which is so stupid. Um, But I've gotten comments from people that's like, oh, I love the way that you dress now and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, I hate these comments. But also investing in my look has built my confidence in stand-up. So I invested time into watching videos and learning how to do makeup. I invested money in going and buying that makeup and like learning how to put it on my face and also invested money into buying outfits that make me feel confident on stage. And all of that is to say that it makes me feel like I'm more powerful and I'm more of a presence. So like I can deliver my jokes a certain way. Mm -hmm. Not to say that I do glam every single time I perform because it's not about being glamorous on stage, but it's about me feeling like my best self every time I'm on stage. So even if I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt, knowing that like I'm not just putting this on because it's just what I have. It's something that I still like and makes me feel like Aurora sing comedy on stage. That makes sense, yeah. I've also invested um, time in like watching videos. Like I said, I like to watch myself on stage and see little things that I'm doing that aren't necessarily, that that might be distracting or taking away from the joke. Sometimes I do things that like deflect from the punchline. Um, I like to watch and see what I'm doing that's accentuating the punchline and like making people go, this is where I laugh. Because sometimes I've noticed that I do certain things. It's like, this is your cue. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Um, so I want to keep those things. Okay. And what else do I invest in myself? Um, I think this is this is there's so many things to invest in yourself, but I will say this: overall, I invest in myself. And what I mean by that is like in stand-up comedy, it's you on stage and it's your business. So I invest in myself as much as I can. Mm -hmm. So that means self-care. That means finding new ways to stay organized. That means working out, not so much to look a certain way, but because it makes me feel like I can stand on stage for long periods of time. I can talk and laugh and like stay healthy enough to be in front of an audience. Um, Investing in myself and having food in the fridge and like just having like the little things, getting my nails done, anything that's for me to make Aurora feel like her best self. That's how I invest in my stand up because all of that is going to help me be a better performer. Yeah. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And all good things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then like as far as like joke writing goes, I mean, I invest in my joke writing as like. By watching film, like I just put in the work, you know, and then you got to do all the clips, you got to do all the marketing, you know, all of that stuff is a part of it. But that's the business side. So then it comes into investing in your business side, which I know we'll get into a little bit. But it's like, the business side of stand up is, it's, it's a interesting conversation of investing, because it's very 
you have to time it correctly, I you feel do. like. Yeah, right? there's a but, lot of, yeah. But investing in yourself as a stand-up comedian just really means investing in yourself as whatever your name is. Yeah, that's who person. That's who you need to invest in. What's going to make you a better performer? Yeah. What do you do? I think for me, like earlier when I said how I view, you know, money and time and stuff like that is I see if I'm going to get the best value out of it. So for me, same thing with time. It's like, Early on when you're starting out, yeah, you should be doing as many open mics as you can. But now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I can either go to this open mic where it's going to cost me X dollars to park. It's going to cost me two hours of my time from when I get there till I can leave and after doing my set sort of thing. Like, what can I do with that two hours instead? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that two hours could be better spent doing clips. It could be doing writing. It could be watching videos. So it's for me making those decisions. And sometimes I'm like, oh, it's worth it to do five minutes of jokes because this is a five minute set that I want to add to my bigger set. And I think it's good. I just need to work out like the rough edges basically. And so for me, it's the same thing. Time is the biggest thing I invest. And it's just making those decisions that I think will advance me further at least, like I said earlier, like the next year or two, like I'm looking at, okay, like if I drive to the show in the Bay Area, I'm going to meet six Bay Area comedians I've never worked with and I've seen them on shows. So like they are people worth knowing and working with and they're clearly good. Like we're all on the show together. So I'm going to make that drive. I'm going to use that time that I could have been spending doing XYZ. So it's for me, it's, it's always investing time and making the best financial decision mm-hmm. but as far as like value yeah of time yeah so yours is time time for sure that and i mean you also invest in yourself too in small ways yeah i mean um like we just got a new camera um yay yeah we'll talk about that more in the financial part okay though. yeah because that's like money 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 that's right? money 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 that's, and that's yeah. a confusing part of state i mean we can just like go into it what yeah. that's like a confusing part of stand-up because it's like like first off time is so important to to invest in your stand up because yeah. it takes time yeah. and a note on time it's mm-hmm. like to get big and work in even to even work in clubs obviously we're not like netflix special comedians yet yeah but to get in even working in clubs and stuff that all takes time yeah. so why would you not take that time and put it into yourself right yeah And I think it's sort of like, I don't know if you've seen the story online. It was like a little meme that went around for a little while. But it's like somebody was having an issue with a squeaky floor and nobody could figure it out. They tried everything and then they hired a contractor who charged them $500. And the contractor walked in, looked at the the wood boards and put one nail in one spot and all all the squeaking went away. And the person said, why would I give you $500 for a minute of your time? And the person said, okay, so it's $5 for the minute and the nail and $495 for me being smart enough to know where to put the nail. Boom. Like it's those years of experience. It's all that time. Like I've gotten it before, like with corporate shows, there's comedians like, oh, it's an hour show. I'll just charge them 50 bucks. It's like, no, you can charge more because you know where to put the nail if you're a good comedian. Yeah, And that's why yeah. when people are like, you made $200 doing this and this, it's like, Yeah, because I had to invest. Because none of you guys could. None of you guys could do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I invested years and years and years perfecting these jokes, making sure they work. Like, 
it's all that time behind the scenes that people don't realize. Yeah. And that's the time that you're talking about. Because then once yeah. you've invested that time, you can make $500 for one nail. Yeah. And yeah, it, that's yeah exactly why investing time in your craft is important mm-hmm. and investing the time and money into yourself. Like yeah. you need to invest. Okay. So now we're talking, Drew mentioned we got a new camera. We got a new camera. We got a new camera. Yeah, it's not, it's been, not the one we're recording no, on. No, we've been borrowing. Oh my gosh. Cause we're, we need to say. Oh yeah. Cause we're, we're recording <laughs> live from the Sacramento comedy spot. Comedy spot. Woo. Woo. Thank you so much for having us and letting us record here. We are alive in the comedy yes. spot podcast studio. The and Sacramento's nonprofit comedy theater. Yes. And, uh, education center they teach classes yes and they are on to really big things coming soon yeah so stay tuned for that i'm really excited for them um but yeah you can take comedy classes here at comedy workshops uh stand-up workshops improv filmmaking filmmaking sketch sketch okay yeah and then they have all kinds of shows here um they have like drag shows they do live podcasts they do um uh, everything. variety shows everything so yeah. check them out online um i think it's satcomedyspot.com but yeah. like i feel like mm-hmm. everyone just goes to google and then goes to their yeah. event page like yeah. you'll figure it out yeah <laughs> so yeah it's not the camera we're filming on they're right. letting us borrow one but we did get a new one because if you've seen some of our stand-up clips some of them are a little grainy uh so now that we've been doing comedy for a while, that camera is eight or nine years old. Mm, it's old. It's like eight years old because, yeah, you've been doing comedy nine years. Yeah, now. and it's a HD. HD, just basic HD. Basic. And I think it was honestly like pushing to get to HD. Yeah, so we got this camera when we first started. So, yeah, let's talk about the progression of the camera, yeah? Yeah. So we got this camera when we first started doing stand-up. We were probably like a couple years in, maybe not even two years. Yeah. I wasn't two Less years Less than in. two years in. Yeah. And that's a good point, yeah, because we yeah. want to talk about like, financially and when you're yeah. yeah when you're starting out in comedy how we, do you spend the money where do you spend the money yeah. here's what i think okay i think in the beginning starting stand-up you your investment is mostly time yeah you're investing time which is costing you money because like you said am i going to drive two hours to go do five minutes at an open mic how do i put my time 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 right you're yeah. not now your friends are going out saturday night Woo, let's go out let's go out where's where are you you're spending your time at an open mic hanging out with losers who are doing jokes about their dick. Let's be real. This is what we're doing. A lot of them, yeah. This is what we're doing, right? Yeah. So you're putting in the time. You're skipping parties. You're skipping events. You're you're sound recording on your phone. Sound recording on your phone. Right. Yeah. That's something we got told early on. Record every set. Record every set. And when you first start out, it's okay to do audio. But at some point, when you start taking yourself seriously, you need to get a camera. I also think... We started stand-up, well, I started in 2014. Yeah, I started 2013. So. Which is wild to think because that was nine years ago. And the internet was very different nine years ago. And, and having content out like this was mostly on YouTube if you like yep. wanted to start a YouTube channel. But other than that, there wasn't really like a platform to like put out content. No, Facebook, yeah, didn't really. Yeah, the videos it, were pretty... Instagram was just picking up around 2014. But it was mostly pictures. It was all pi- even, they yeah. don't They didn't have video. I didn't think they did. Okay. So, God, let's make ourselves feel real old. Yeah. So like... But I remember, yeah, so, my second ever stand-up like set got recorded by a friend on their cell phone. They yeah. uploaded to YouTube. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, mine was on someone's and, like, phone. Like, I don't even know what the numbers, like, not even 540p. Like, you know what? Instagram did have videos back then. Did they? 
because my friend recorded my first set and I posted it. Oh, maybe I didn't post it. But I yeah. remember it, someone recorded on their cell phone on and posted on, maybe it was Facebook. Yeah, I Instagram. remember seeing I it on know. Facebook, yeah. Anyways, so You we could, but it wasn't like, the algorithm didn't push it to the top. But, and no one cared about the algorithm. No. That wasn't something we were even thinking of in 2014. We were no. just like, here's a video, boop, and just yep. put it on the internet. Like, we weren't like, I gotta And you get could the still algorithm. sort by most recent, so if you could see the most recent. If someone said algorithm in 2014, we'd be like, is that a virus? Like, yeah. we did not know what that meant. Yeah. Like, oh, let's you mean be like real. formula? Yeah. Algorithm as in formula for math? I would not even know that. I yeah. would be like, algorithm? Yep. Different language, different yeah. time. Okay, so the point is, you didn't really need a camera. No. We got a camera. Why did we get a camera? So you wanted to start doing some vlogs. Oh, Remember I before podcast? Well, yeah, I mean, at the same time as podcast. Well, because, yeah, that's what I was just saying, was that your main place for content creating was YouTube. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to create a YouTube channel. Never started it. Nope. But then I was like, well, let's just start recording our sets on this camera, I think. Yeah. Oh, I know why. Because we wanted to start doing festivals and you needed videos of yourself to submit to yes. festivals. That's and, what it was. And we had talked to people and they're like, having your friend hold a shaky cell phone camera in the back of a room isn't the video that shows you're a professional. Right. So we we're like, okay, let's, let's get invest. this little camera. And, and I remember how we didn't even know how to change the settings on it. Yeah. Like, we and were so. Just- it was at the highest ISO setting, which if you don't know cameras, that means like... It's so bright. So bright. Like, for, I've looked at the videos back then. You couldn't see my face. Like, I was like <laughs> a, a ghost. I looked like a white shining ghost on stage. And we yeah. didn't change that for a long time until somebody good with cameras... Was like, just press this button. Yeah. And we're like, I think oh. I think Nick Larson was the one. Came to Reno, did a show, and he's like, why is your ISO so high? And I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so... We decided to get this camera. We had it. The camera we got was a Canon. It was from Sam's Club or Best Buy. It was from Best Buy, yeah. And it, it was came the in a podcaster, box. or it was like the vlogger. It was kit. a vlogger kit, yeah. and it literally was this Canon camera that came with a boom mic and I think a bag. It yeah. came with like the battery, a things. yeah, and battery SD card. SD card. Yeah, it came in like literally a box that yeah. was like, here you go, do some vlogs. Yeah, and, and they still do and that it was with like different eight, cameras. And yeah. it was like eight hundred bucks or something. So yeah. we decided to buy it. We ended up not using it for like a year. I feel like, and then all of this happened. We figured out the lighting, all that stuff. We decided to buy that camera because we wanted to take it seriously and go into festivals. We've had this camera ever since. Yeah, and. In the beginning of stand-up, we're investing all of our money basically in gas. Yeah. Because we're driving from A to Z and Sacramento, Reno, everywhere, just like trying to get up on stages. And rarely making even gas money. Like until you're starting to feature close-out shows. I don't think I started making gas money until like 2020. Yeah. Like six years in. I don't think I started making gas money. Now most shows I'm making at least gas money. I'm like, okay, good. Right. Right. Sometimes not. But yeah, usually it's at least gas money. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. At first, you're just spending a lot of money on gas. And also, you're, I think, you're being a good supporter of venues that support comedy. Right. So drinks, what I was going to say food. now is like, if you're starting stand up right now, mm-hmm. I think it's really easy to invest in a super cheap camcorder. Yeah. You can get a used cheap camcorder that's HD or or maybe even 4K for like a few hundred bucks. Yeah. And if you're going to be spending all this money in gas, you might as well get a clip out of it. Right. And you might as well start recording yourself because even if you're not ready to start submitting yourself to festivals, even if you're like an open micer, watch that film like an athlete watches film. Yeah. Watch it, listen to yourself and watch yourself 
because you'll notice things that you do and don't do. And you'll hear yourself talk and you'll go, oh, add this. Just like how you watch other stand-up comedians in front of you perform and you're like, oh, I thought of a tag for you. Yeah. Do that for yourself. Yeah. And so I think that's the best way. And if you can't afford a camera, you have a phone with a camera. I promise you, you do. Yeah. Record your set. Record your set in some way. Buy a tripod. You can go on Amazon and buy a tripod for $10. Yeah. For your cell phone, tripod, there's so many options. Do that. Have a friend hit record or you hit record on your way up to the stage. Do not have someone hold your camera. Do not have somebody hold your camera. Set it up at the bar. Yeah. If you're serious about comedy, then make the investment in yourself. In yourself. See, that's what I'm saying. Invest in yourself. It is... Comedy is your business. Yeah. People don't have successful businesses without spending a little bit of exactly. money. And you don't need to spend hundreds of dollars to be successful and stand up off the bat. No. Invest in your jokes. Yeah. What's one way that you've invested financially into your jokes? Um, I think for me, I've I've definitely bought and also added to Christmas wish lists a lot of comedy writing books. So theory of comedy, um, like different ones like i i'm thinking like poking a dead frog was a good one um there's some that i've read about screenwriting just to get an idea of how to write a tv pilot so there's just lots of books out there that i was like i just want to buy and have yeah another way you can invest financially into your joke writing when you're first starting stand-up is a comedy class yeah you and i have never taken a stand-up writing a stand-up comedy class no but i know a lot of comics who have i know one comic Um, right now who's very successful and she started in a stand-up comedy writing class yeah so it's not for everyone it's not the only there's no one way to invest in yourself in stand-up starting out the we're just saying different ways that you can yeah that's a way it's and comedy spot has classes comedy spot has classes so Um, it's a way yeah obviously it's not for everybody but they do teach you the basics of writing jokes they challenge you they push you to perform and It's a really good start for a lot of people. Yeah. Another way that is very, very small financially, and a lot of us don't even pay for it, is watching Netflix and HBO. Yeah. (laughs) Find a comedian, find a few comedians that you love, pay for a subscription, buy a subscription to HBO Max or whatever the heck it's called now. Yeah, just Max. And Okay, Max and um, Netflix and start watching stand-up. Watch as much as you can. Amazon Prime has a lot of really great specials as well. And find comedians that you love. Watch them. Study them. Understand how they're telling a joke. Because a lot of people go in to stand up and they're like, I'm just going to figure it out, which is great. That's what we did. Yeah. But it took a really long time. It did. And it's like (laughs) you start to see the techniques they have. Like Right. You can start to dissect it and you can see the patterns. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, don't fully copy other comedians but you'll see a lot of comedians you can kind of tell who they're influenced by like oh that person's when especially early on when we moved here in sacramento there were like four or five comedians that were doing john mulaney and Mm -hmm. not copying his bits not doing his jokes the formula and the cadence the formula the cadence it was exactly like if if they gave it to john mulaney he would take it and do their jokes like yeah that, that level where it's like oh yeah you're timing it the same way you're setting it up the same way so it's like this is all part of the time and finance into starting stand-up it's like i mean it it works like it gets you the laughs to give you the confidence you see the jokes and then you start to put your personal tweaks on it so watch comedy to see what works and then it's gonna cost money to watch it yeah and then you know spend the time and money into watching yourself yeah buy books go take a class 
and you're going to spend a lot of money on gas in your car. So invest in your car. Yeah. <laughs> get a car. If you don't have a car, get a car. Yeah. Because another way to start um, investing in yourself financially in stand-up is if you have a car and you start talking to stand-up comedians who are driving to the bay, like for us, the base two hours. So if yeah. hopefully p- this gets a reach and people are listening to it in other parts of the country and the world, yeah. right? Yeah. So like if you are talking to comedians who are travel or like needing to drive around for stand-up, you can be like, hey, I have a car. I'll offer you a ride. Can I get five minutes? And I just want to watch you perform and that- support the club. Now you have a, an incentive for people to bring you out and yep. expose you to comedy club bookers, owners, better comedians, you know, actual rooms of comedy, not that aren't just bars and restaurants, Yeah, you know? So invest in anything that can make your business grow. Think about it. Any obstacle that I've ever had in stand-up, mm-hmm. every single obstacle, I'm like, okay, this is an opportunity where my business is, can grow. Yeah. So anytime where someone's like, oh, um, uh, your, your joke about this is pretty f- low-hanging fruit. I've had people say that. Yeah. I had a com- I had a three comedians I met at a festival. I met them at the festival. I did not know these people before. Mm-hmm. I known them for like a day and a half, and they saw my set during the festival. And I was like, "What did you guys think? Like, how was my set?" They were like, "Do you want honest feedback, or do you want us to tell you did a good job?" I said both. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Please start with telling me I did a good job." Yeah. So they told me I did a good job. And they're like, honestly, like honestly, you did a really great job, and you were doing so good, but your closing joke was so disappointing. And I said, what? What? And they're like, it's just just not what we wanted from you. Like it was yeah. like, so it wasn't like low hanging fruit, but they're like, it was just so easy. Yeah. And I was like, well, it kills. And they're like, yeah, because it's like hitting yourself it's, with a frying pan. Yeah. It's, it's going to kill. Everybody gets it because it's so easy. Yeah. It's like right there. And so I, t- I took that and I was like, okay, this is an opportunity for my business to grow. This is an opportunity for me to get better. So I haven't done that joke in a long time. Yeah. But I was like, so I started to watch my film. I record. Mm-hmm. I, that's when I started to like record my sets more, listen yep. back and go, okay, I'm starting to see what they're saying. Yeah. And then, you know, keeping that contact. And one of those comics that told me he's like a good friend of mine now, he goes on the road a lot. And mm-hmm. he's, um, we're talking about going on the road together soon. Nice. So it's like, it's like investing in yourself. And when you hear those things, how do I invest? How yeah. do I change my business so it grows and gets better? Because I want to take this seriously. Yeah, for sure. So we got a new camera because our social media presence is starting to grow and we want to have professional clips when people go to our pages. So we realized our camera we have right now, like we said, it sort of was pushing it to even get to HD. So we could see the quality issues and we just want it to look better. So we spent the money. We talked to some people who are like pros at filming sets and we got their advice we took it. We went in with a budget. We went to a great place here in Sacramento. Mike's, Mike's camera. Mike's camera. A plus. Five a plus star. Plus. Uh, they were so friendly, so helpful. They talked us through everything. They listened to our needs. Like I'm seeing more and more like good salespeople. If you just go in and say, we need a camera that's good for stand-up comedy. It's going to be low light and it's going to be kind of at a distance usually. As soon as we said that, they're like, okay, low light is this. So we, this we this. invested the time. We invested the time. We invested the money. We got a camera we're going to be happy with. So we're going to start filming some sets with it soon. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Me too. But I think this is all to say investing in stand-up. Yes. In the beginning, you invest in your jokes. Mm-hmm. 
be funny. Yeah. Anything you can do to make yourself be funny, do that. Yeah. Because in the beginning, nothing like creating content is important always. Sure. Because now that's like how you can get booked and stuff. But you need to be funny. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, stand up is building a brand and being funny. Yeah. You could be the best business person in your first year of stand-up comedy, but if you're not funny, you're not going anywhere. You're going to get eaten alive so fast. You're going to find those opportunities because you're a good business person, and you're going to fail when you get those oh, opportunities. I see it a lot. Yeah. There's really good business comedians right now that like work. Hustle. They, they hustle. They do so many good shows. They produce really good shows. Not funny. No. And so, it's like they get in front of those big they're promoters, like, those why are, big bookers. Yeah, and like, they go, why am I not getting booked? Why are people not bu- booking me on their shows? Because you're not funny yet. Yeah. You're, you're a and hustler. That's okay. And that's okay. You need to build your We all started talent. out not funny. Yeah. None of us were funny from day one. Yeah. We all took some time. So it's okay. Build your talent. Build Invest your talent in first. your talent. If you're, if you're investing money into stand-up comedy while you're beginning... Just invest in literally anything you can think of to make your jokes better. Yes. Whether it's a subscription, whether it's driving, whether it's a camera to record yourself, to watch yourself back, books, classes, yeah. do that. When you get to further stages of your career, you will you will learn when it's time to invest in your look, invest in your, um, what's it called, uh, camera. Yep. Invest. I forgot the word for camera. having somebody build what a website if you don't know how. Oh yeah, or build a website. For a website. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things that the business if you're jumps an open in. Micer, please don't make a website. No. And <laughs> business cards. Sorry, business cards are so 10, 15 years ago. I think business cards are um, definitely old. There's different ways to do it now where people yeah. can just tap your phone. Yeah. And truly, they are not important enough until you are funny enough yeah. to have people contact we, you. We made the mistake. We gave our business cards to a lot of promoters and bookers before we were ready. And they threw them in the trash. They threw them away. Yeah. yeah. Make that connection. Be funny. Stand out. And then they'll ask for your contact information. Then you can give them a business card. Another thing to invest when you first start stand up. Yeah is if you don't know anything about business, mm-hmm. buy a couple books yeah. that teach you how to communicate with people in the business sense, Yeah, um, how to run a business, yep. and also how to make friends, not enemies. Isn't there a book that's called that? <laughs> how to win friends and influence yeah. people. Yeah, I think that I think that's important yeah. because Carnegie, a lot of people, because I've also met a lot of comedians in the industry who are like very business. Hey, how's it going? Tell me about your like comedy and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, can we talk about something else? Yeah. And um, I think people forget that bookers and comedians are all people who just want to connect. They are. And if we're going to be spending a weekend together, we be- better have some good chemistry. For sure. So you need to learn how to be around people. Definitely. Pocketed punchlines, it's pocketed punchlines, it's time for pocketed punchlines. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's pocketed punchlines time. Yeah. Stand-up comedians, um, do you want to explain it? Yeah, so we haven't done it in a little while, in a few episodes, but we, as comedians, take notes on every funny idea we have, hopefully. If you're a good comedian, every time something strikes, you write it down because you will not remember it. Dun, dun, dun. You will not remember it. So we write down every idea and 
sometimes those ideas never come to life. Sometimes they get stuck deep in the pockets of your notes app. And Are they pocketed punchlines? They're pocketed punchlines. They're pocketed punchlines. So we like to dive deep into our notes and mm-hmm. find a joke that never saw the light of day and share it and see where we would go with it or see if we should start doing it that's on so generous that you call it a joke it, yeah sometimes it's, like it's an idea Some, yeah. yeah it's a premise <laughs> sometimes it's an idea it's just a story it's a story yeah so uh do you have one today um yeah i think i have a, i have one i'm trying to think which one's the best one okay um oh, okay i'm gonna say this it's not very long People in Nevada are people in Nevada are serious about how you state their name. Yes, like you could be in a three-year relationship and they say it wrong and they're out. This is how you say it: Nevada, not Nevada. Oof. Oh, that made me cringe just saying it. Oof. So um, that's the pocketed punchline. Is that it? <laughs> that's it. Did you not pay attention at open mics? That's all I have. That was like a very... <laughs> I know. Well, this was written... Oh, I forgot to say when it was written. Yeah, when was this written? This was October 8th, 2021. So we were we, we had been in the house for a minute. Okay. My I'm brain like, wow. was frying. Yeah, this is... This is um, we had just moved in. We were just about to move into our new place, October 2021, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, we, had, were. we had been in our house. We were just kind of slowly coming out of the or n- pandemic. No, that was, yeah. No, we had moved in 2020. So, yeah. Oh, we okay. So we were established like, at our new place. Yeah, but we were like all in the house still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was pretty lame. But also, just a shout out to Nevada. It's, and, and it's true. And just everyone, please, it's Nevada. And Nevada. It's very serious. And if you say it wrong, it's rude. There's something about, like, on TV shows, they'll be like, yeah, I'm a special agent from Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm like, you're not. You know what? You know what's so frustrating to me? What? Is that white people from Nevada... Oh, I'm going to fix that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is be- okay, this is what's frustrating to me, okay? Is that people from Nevada get so frustrated when people say Nevada or Nevada mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, they say it wrong, yeah. right? But most people in Nevada will, like, get people of color's name wrong. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, well, what, what does it matter? Yeah. Okay. No, Nevada. Okay. Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> what does How does matter? that feel? Yeah. You know? And it, it bothers me because I'm like. It's right in line with the joke I wrote about the same thing. Like saying Nevada <laughs> is the most offensive N word you can say to most people from Nevada. Yes. Like exactly. they're more offended by Nevada yes. than the actual N word. And it, that's the joke I said based on that idea. Yeah. Like. My thing's a, my thing in. yeah my thing's a little different but same same field for sure yeah it's, it's like it's like we're both playing track but you're a sprinter and I'm long distance there we go yeah it's like I like that you flipped what we are <laughs> in real life oh yeah why would I do that yeah. you're definitely Calling long me a distance sprinter? yeah <laughs> no it's anyways true. so that's my pocketed punchline okay. um the other one that I was thinking of doing says I <laughs> you'll like this one okay it, there's no punchline it's just a pocketed okay it's I a went, premise. <laughs> I went camping and saw the biggest threat of all, a river man. <laughs> like he could he could just start to get angry about people wait. Like he could just start to get angry about people stay staying there and to kill people. Yeah. Now I'm going camping again, just terrified of people. I mean, this is based, based on of, yeah, yeah. True events. We saw a guy who probably murdered This is a someone. PSA. Yeah. Do not camp at Happy Camp in California. No. Don't go 
camping and happy camp in California. No. I had to say it twice just to make sure you heard me. Like it's up in one of those murder counties where like people just go missing or get murdered they and nobody a, yeah. discovers them. Like they have a high missing rate. Like yeah. A high, yeah. People just go missing. So on our first day there, we had like the corner camping spot and this guy and this girl walked by us. And went into the, like, off into the rocks, into the distance. And we're like, by oh. By the river. By the river. We're like, oh, that must be the way down to the river. So people are going to be cutting through our campsite to get to the river. Because it was right on whatever river. One of the beautiful ones. Mm-hmm. And. One of the beautiful ones. Like, maybe an hour or two later, we're like, okay, let's go to the river. And we start heading the way that that guy went. And very quickly, we were like, this is just rocks. And this doesn't lead to anything. Yeah. Like it leads to the forest, and then this man comes back cuts the next our morning, and has a wheelbarrow full of trash bags and no woman, no woman, and he's pissed off and he tries to wash his hands in our little like spigot. Yeah, and we're like, hey, this is ours, and he yells at us. He's like, I just need to get my stuff, and then pushes the wheelbarrow past us and goes on with his day, and we're like. That was definitely her in the trash bag. Yeah. yeah. We all were like, that's definitely 100% that woman in those trash we bags. We had one more day at the campsite and we started packing. We packed right up away. our bags and left. We were yep. like, we, we outie. We yep. outie. So that's, I, I guess I was trying to make a joke out of this river man because we went camping and everyone, like the idea is a bait and switch kind of joke. I saw the most dangerous thing you can see while camping. Yeah. A river man. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, it, it sort of plays with now, like, you know, the whole expression like, oh, he's not a happy camper. It's like that means something different now. That means something different to me for sure. Yeah. Happy campers. Maybe are... I could bring in the Nevada joke and the happy camper together in one. Yeah. yeah. That could be an idea. I okay. Like what's it. yours? Okay. Mine actually, in some ways, relates to our topic last week. What was our topic last week? I don't remember. Taking the leap. Oh, okay. So uh, mine's about... Uh, Is it about how you have to jump up to kiss me? <laughs> that's not true. Let the record show I am... He does have to go on his tippy, tippy toes. Tippy toes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh, mine is just like something I'm angry about. So it was like sort of a ranty joke. Um, but I think if you die while doing something stupid, then nobody has to feel bad about you dying. <gasps> like, Oh, gosh. Hot like, take. That'll keep people from doing stupid shit. So like when it's like, oh, tragedy as man dies while trying to swim with sharks. It's like, that's not a tragedy. That's just an expected. Idiot. Yeah, no, that's that was expected. just expected. But people are like, oh, my God, such a tragedy. It's like, <gasps> that's just like the video we just saw. What's that? Oh, yeah. The guy jumped the guy, into the water. Yeah, he was just like hanging out on the rocks. Oh, like, yeah, he didn't jump, but he was hanging on the ro- rocks and got like, swept away into the ocean and was never seen again. Yeah, it's like, if I don't think, yeah, we should be like, oh, it's such a tragedy. It's like, you did something stupid, you found I out. I mean, that's so mean. I know, but I want people to stop doing stupid shit and dying. Like, Yeah, but maybe you should just say that, because what you're saying sounds mean. Okay. I don't know if it's very funny. It just sounds mean. It sounds mean. mean. It's what I'm angry about. We'll we'll see what people think. Uh, We'll see. You sounded like Morty from Rick and Morty. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. But yeah, it's just like the idea, like, um, because me, like, one of the things, like, there's that sky slide in LA where you, like slide on a glass slide that's uh, Mm. way up in the sky. Have you seen it? I would do that. I'm like, no, what's, so if, if everything goes well, then you just thought you might die for four seconds. But if things go wrong, you yeah, die. The thrill. Like but the thrill. How would you die? It's a slide. What if the glass breaks? The glass isn't going to break. Metal, when the metal what brackets, if the what, glass breaks of a window in the airplane? That's, I mean, uh, that's, but that's not like there's a reason for it. Like the plane's taking what? you somewhere. 
versus the slide is this is taking you to the thrill of your life that's see to me i don't think it's worth it like, i think you should write the argument okay this i think is, this is a, a joke that you can write a an essay form and disprove the other side because there is the other side to it yeah people are like thrills are worth something but to me i'm like thrills are not worth anything thrills are negative money but to them, they're like, thrills are worth the money. And I'm like, no, it's bad. Like I, like I said during the Take the Leap, I'm the one would get to the top of the water slide and be like, I don't want to go down. And you'd be like, no, babe, like engineers designed this. There's a 0% risk of you like dying. And I'm like, but I had some French fries earlier and I wiped them on my swim trunks. And what if that adds some grease that they didn't expect into the formula? And I slide too fast and I fly off of it. Like... You need to you need to take a deep breath. No, I'm freaking out already. <laughs> you literally are getting so worked I'm up. I'm getting and sweaty you're, thinking about I know, how I scary it is. I can see it. The, it's beating up on your forehead. And that's why, yeah, I don't think people <laughs> should be doing these stupid things just for a little thrill. Like, oh, somebody... Well, they're not stupid. They're just activities that are fun. Okay, but uh, yeah, the fun things for me don't kill me. Necess- like They don't kill people. Just sometimes things happen. You can also just you're more likely to die in your car driving to work than you are to die going down that glass slide in LA. I think especially driving in LA, you're more likely to die going to work in LA, just driving your car than going down that slide. But like I said earlier, you should be panicking the way that you're panicking right now. You should be panicking like that. Every time you get in the car. I do. (laughs) Yeah. You've seen it. (laughs) I'm like, that person's not slowing down. That person's not slowing down. I am an overthinker, like we talked about, and I'm very overcautious. So it's like, when I see, yeah, when I see like, oh, this person decided to jump off a mountain without a parachute, and then they died. I'm like, they committed. Why would they? They unalived themselves. That's it. That's our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Um, (laughs) My name is Aurora Singh. Follow me at Aurora Singh Comedy. And uh, please follow us at The Love and Comedy Podcast. That is The Love and Comedy Podcast on all the things. And uh, we release episodes every Thursday. So make sure you like, follow, subscribe, hit the smash buttons for all the things. Yeah. And I'm I'm Drew Schaefer at Drew Schaefer Comedy. Thanks for listening to How to Invest in Yourself and Your Relationship on the Love and Comedy podcast. Yes. And also just a reminder, only three more episodes of season one after this. So stay tuned for all special announcements and stuff like that. So we'll see you again. Um, Love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 